Listen, we all struggle taking our ideas, goals, and dreams from a point of inspiration to realization, or when life knocks us down, from a point of breakdown to breakthrough. The MindShift Podcast is about helping you shift your thinking and close the gap. On this show, we share with you real stories, real strategies that'll help you find real success from people just like you. And they just happen to be my friends. I'm your host, Daryl Evans, and I thank you for being here. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, welcome everybody to the MindShift Podcast. This is Daryl Evans here with episode number 20. Thank you for joining me today. This is a very special episode because we're going to roll the tape back, roll the film back, roll the audio back, if you will. I'm going to take you back to the very first video, or in this case, audio, if you're listening on podcasts, on Spotify, on Apple. First of all, thank you for listening. If you're listening to the MindShift Podcast, wherever you may be, we're now everywhere. iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, you name it. We're there. But I want to take you back to 2010. In fact, January 1st of 2010. Now, at the time of recording this particular show, we are nearing the end of 2020. It is about to be the end of the year, but more importantly, the end of a decade, right? So things have been going through my mind the last two or three months, and it really started to creep in the last couple of weeks about what we are about to do, about to close a chapter on a 10-year window in our life. And the funny thing is, when we think about this topic today, which is throw out your goals and decide. Throw out your goals and decide, right? Where do I come off by saying that, right? I'm going to take you back to the episode or the video from 2010 in just a minute. But before you say, what is this guy talking about? He's an entrepreneur. He's a leader. He's an employer. And all the other things you may know about me, who does he think he is talking about throwing goals out? right? So you've all probably heard of the quote-unquote smart goal formula, right? So specific, measurable, and all that other good stuff. Listen, I am not telling you that goals in general don't matter. However, I want you to listen to this eight and a half or almost nine minute clip from 2010. Now, I was going to record this entire thing, but I thought, you know what? Let's go back and see how much my mindset is was then in 2010 compared to what it is now and while you may or may not know me over the last 10 years or 20 or 30 long as i've been doing this entrepreneurship uh, personal development thing i can tell you that i was shocked that i wouldn't have changed maybe there are a couple little sentences in there but i wouldn't have changed the theme or the context of the message not one bit so what i want you to do is i want you to watch that video or listen to that audio if you're listening on podcast if you're watching over on Facebook or YouTube, thank you for listening there. Hope you're subscribed. Um, and then I'm going to come back and wrap up with a few extra thoughts that have happened since that time of recording that in 2010. Go ahead and take a listen. Okay. So today's uh, post, if you look at the notes there, is uh, to throw away your goals and just decide. You know, Anthony Robbins says that uh, it's in the moment of your decisions that your destiny is shaped. And about 20 years ago, I heard that phrase and I embraced it. And as I think back over 20 years of my walk in personal development and business and life and being a parent, a student, and, and every other thing you can think of, a coach, uh, I can really think back to many occurrences where that absolutely was the case. 
I'm not going to go into, you know, nitty gritty detail now. But here, here's the issue with goals. Here's the issue with resolutions. Uh, most people pick the popular or in style or what's the latest and greatest thing to have. You know, the iPhone, I'm going to use the iPhone as an example. And I, you know, I don't have an iPhone and I think the phone from what I understand is phenomenal. But do you really need an iPhone? And it should it even be a goal? I mean, really, let's be honest. A phone be a goal? I mean, I, I hear so many people talk about things that absolutely have, they have no desire and no, uh, you know, really interest in getting it. So here's what I think is the problem. A goal requires a commitment. A resolution requires a commitment. A commitment is a pledge. It's an oblig it's it's a it's an agreement with yourself. And unfortunately, we like to let ourselves off the hook. The next step in, in, in the process is an accountability process. There's not a goal I've ever reached without accountability. You know, one of my coaches in business has always said, and I learned it years and years ago, is that if it's not tracked, it won't get done. If it's not tracked, it won't get done. Another way to put it is what gets measured gets done. I mean, think about it. Anyone who's had weight loss success, anyone who's had business success, sales success, it always comes back to the numbers, to being tracked. And that's what most people are afraid of. They run from commitment. They run from accountability. And that's really the problem. But let me tell you why they do that. People run from accountability and commitment because they have absolutely no desire to get the goal. And I mean that sincerely. Someone will say, I want to stop smoking. Someone will say, I want to lose 20 pounds of weight this year. Someone will say, I want to make $100,000 this year. And yeah, it's just a thought. It, it sounds good. It might be nice. But there's no desire behind it. Look, 10 years ago, I started a business. And I had no choice. Um, I was coming from a point of desperation, if you will. And there was no option. Now, some people move better from an inspired point of view or an inspiration mode. Some people have to move from a desperation mode. Uh, some people call it the pain-pleasure principle, either the desire to gain pleasure or the avoidance of pain. And for me, it happens to be avoidance from pain. So depending on who you are, you have to decide where you, where you fit. But I'd like to give you a formula, a really quick formula that I think it, it's a question. I think if you don't see your goals in the answer or answers to this question, throw them out. Get rid of them. Burn them. Just toss them. And I'm going to give you the question, and I want you to, to, to listen to it once or twice, and then don't just answer it haphazardly. Take some time, set aside some time, and really think about what I'm really asking you to consider. Here's the question. If we were sitting here one year from today, and we're just talking about a one-year goal, now we're not talking about mid-range mid and long-term goals right now, just the short-term goals, because we've all just set them for the calendar year. If we were sitting here one year from today, and you and I were having a conversation, and we were looking back over the last 12 months, what has to have happened over the last 12 months in your personal life, 
in your professional life, in your financial life, in your health and fitness life, in your spiritual life, in your social life, and in your contribution life, meaning what are you going to contribute? You know, in your professional, personal, financial, career, health and fitness, social, and contribution. What key word here is what has to happen? What has to happen? Because if it's just a thought that you'd like to do it, thoughts come and go. They just they just do. You know, I had a thought last night to have a piece of cheesecake. And then I realized that that would compromise my health and fitness goals. So that thought came and went. So we have to really get clear on that question. It is a powerful, powerful, powerful question. I'm going to give you a follow-up question to ask once you identify those items. The next thing to ask yourself is, why is that important to you? Why is that important to you? You know, if you set a goal and there's not a clear understanding of your why, you know, I, I, you know, I've been in the mortgage business for years, a veteran of the mortgage business for years. And as I hired new people coming into the office or into onto my team, uh, and I've helped many, many people become very successful in the mortgage industry. But I would always ask them. Nothing really mattered to me more before I hired to before I hired them. Nothing really mattered more to me than why do you want to do this? Why it? What is your why? Is it because you just think it's easy money? Is it because you think, well, the market's just going up, so you think you can just have fun at it and make money? Or what is the why? And a why that doesn't have a deep-rooted emotional tie, I believe you will fail at. So, look, so let's wrap this up really quick. I appreciate you hanging out today, and I certainly hope you'll put some comments at the bottom. Uh, if you don't want to be open and share your goals and thoughts, that's fine, but just say something about it. My goal in this, this, this particular website is to have you be a part of it. This, it won't work without you. So look, your, your goals or resolutions require commitment. They require accountability. And if you need accountability coaching or if you need some accountability, then, then we can talk about that. This, the third thing is, is if you don't find your goals at the end of this question, what has to happen if we were looking back, what had to have happened in 2010 or any year for that matter for in your personal life, professional and all of the other categories for your life to have been fulfilled? What has to have happened for your life to have been fulfilled? What has to have happened for you to look back and say, I did it or I made great success? I often like to I oftentimes think of goals as an endpoint. And you know the endpoint isn't the deal, it's the journey. We've all heard that. It's not the it's not the end of the road, it's the journey to get there. And if the journey to get there doesn't inspire you, you won't get there. All right, so welcome back. What do you think about that audio? Man, you know, I remember those days like they were yesterday. I was recording off of a a little bitty webcam. If you can remember those early days, those early stage webcams, I don't know if they cost 30 bucks, 40 bucks, something like that. And that was really what we had at that time. I'm so grateful for where technology is right now. I'm actually recording this video right off of my iPhone. I'm not even using any fancy equipment. I've actually got, I'm in our studio here. I've got fancy microphones and, and all this other stuff over here. You can kind of see that. I just chose to keep it raw, keep it real today. So listen, what did you think about that audio? I really want to know. So let me know on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. Uh, if you're on our email list, uh, reply back to me when you see this episode, when you've, when you've listened to it. 
I hope you have some context about what I mean about goals, right? So since 2010, there have been a few additional distinctions. And I think about uh, a number of questions that I get asked. And I get asked a lot of things, whether it's regarding the business and entrepreneurship and growth. Uh, my primary business is a marketing agency, so it could be along the lines of marketing and all of the facets of marketing that go on today, whether it's Facebook marketing, Google search advertising, um, email marketing, you know, social media marketing in general, all of that good stuff, influencer marketing. And, and then all of the aspects of leadership, building a team, you know, so we're very fortunate here in our 10th year in our agency. Uh, we've got a team now of, of, of north of 10 people that are full time, uh, you know, in, in the neighborhood of 20 contractors, depending on how our, our, our project flows go. Uh, we've had people from all around the world that work with us. Uh, there are all sorts of things that go on in this area of goals. But a couple of the distinctions I want to talk about a what if your goals change? And B, what if they, what if you become less passionate about a particular topic, a particular vision, a particular idea? Um, and what about when things get tough, right? So I want to cover those three quick things and I'll let you go for today. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, first of all, let me just draw a couple of distinctions on this idea of throwing out goals and decide. You know, the root word of decide, I believe is a Latin word, um, literally means to cut off. And the distinction for me when I, when I started learning about this is, you know, and again, going back to a Tony Robbins quote, because he was one of my early, early mentors in this area of personal development in my 20s. And he said, you've got to get to a place where your shoulds become musts, right? Not that I, I should do this or I should do that, but it has to be a must that it has to get done, right? I think back to 2000, 1999, 2000. And if those, many of you don't know this, but uh, uh, my son's my, my two boys grew up about 1,175 miles away from me. And as a father, as a parent, as a dad who wanted to be present and, and, and ended up in a situation where um, their children would be 1,175 miles away, it wasn't a matter of should I, because uh, I could have contemplated going back to get a real job and you know the days when being an entrepreneur are tough. And if you're an entrepreneur watching this course, this podcast, mostly for entrepreneurs and leaders, if you're not, that's perfectly fine because these concepts marry over to all human uh, behavior, psychology, mind shift is not just applicable to entrepreneurs and leaders. So here I am at an entrepreneur. I'm 20. Sorry, I'm not 20. Sorry. It's the year 2000 and I'm literally going through a really difficult, tough time in my life and I'm living on my grandmother's couch and my boys live 1,175 miles away from me. And the days of them running up and, and jumping in my arms were, were gone. And now I've got this obligation to raise these two young men in a way where I now will no longer, or at least for that window of time, I will not be participating in their daily active lives. And, and sure, you talk about making phone calls. Well, they're seven and two at this time. They're eight and three at this time. So getting on the telephone and, and trying to have a good conversation as a parent is a little tough. So my point of this is when it wasn't about, you know, the decision was to cut off all options for me to be in a situation where I would not be able to be there for them. So the way things worked out, I would be traveling back and forth to visit them, traveling back and forth to fly with them back here to visit with me here where I live. And those decisions, those, I didn't have to set a goal to be a good dad. I didn't have to set a goal or a plan or say, hey, this year I'm gonna try to be a good dad. No, I had to make a decision. And that decision 
eliminated shoulds and required musts in my life. So that's a, just a quick personal story for me. And I, if you know me, you know a bit about that story. If you don't know me, uh, hopefully we'll get to know each other a little bit better and you'll know more about that story. But I just throw that story in there because there's a distinction between shoulds and musts. Here's a quick other distinction before I get into answering those three quick questions and wrapping up the, today's show. And that is the distinction between a goal and a vision. And I think back to 2005. And I remember working with a, a life coach at the time, business coach at the time, and, I, and I've talked about this on other episodes, or I've, I've hinted to it on a couple of other episodes, and I think about the plan that we put together. It wasn't based on things. It wasn't based on uh, revenue. It wasn't based on sales goals. It wasn't based on how much I would weigh. It wasn't based on that. It was a vision for the future. It was a vision of a life that I wanted to live. And I remember an exercise in that, and maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode, that it, it basically was like design your ideal day, right? I want you to think about that for just a moment. If you Have you ever sat down and, and wrote out the design, the activities from the time you woke up until the time you went to bed, what that day might look like? What will you do? Who will you see? Who will you spend time with? What will you do? What will you eat? Where will you eat? Who will you eat with? And you guys, it's fascinating when you start moving yourself from these sort of ephemeral goals, right, of I want to weigh 150 pounds or I want to lose 30 pounds this year or, you know, I want to eat right. I mean, those are the kinds of things. I mean, I, I keep using fitness as, as one because I pick on fitness all the time because I've been in fitness for a long, long time playing, having played sports. Um, but I think about the, the other types of goals that are just come and come and go goals. Like I said in the audio, those ones that we're not committed to, right? So what I really am emphasizing is, is thinking about my life's changes. You know, and 10 years ago, I was in a different career. You heard in the video, I was in a different career. I was in the top of my game in the mortgage industry and I walked away, right? So I went through, I spent 12 years in that industry. I literally walked away, you know, at the top of the deal, at the top of the game. Sure, we had some slide and, and we had some economic setback with the recession in 2007, 2008, 2009. The industry crashed. Uh, but, you know, when you're a pro at what you do, you bounce back, right? So we bounced back. And I made a decision and I cut it off. And so people ask me today, Daryl, do you still think about ever being back in the mortgage industry? The answer is no. It's not because I didn't like the industry. It's not because I didn't love the people, because I did. In fact, it was the hardest thing I, I had to do was to walk away from the people that I built so many relationships with. But when I set a vision, the vision for what I wanted in the future, and it was five years, 10 years, 20 years out, then you start to align your activity and your behavior and, and just things start getting cut off. Okay, so that's what I'm going to end with is this idea between decisions and goals. It's to cut things off. Right. And that that powerful question, funny question, funny thing about that question is if we're sitting here one year from today, 12 months from today, you could do it three years from today, whatever it might be good for you, is I still ask that question today. I ask that question of every employee or every team member that wants to come work here. I ask it to every one of my clients. I've been asking that question now for the better part of 20 something years, because to me, it's the most profound question to really get you to pack and peel back the layers. And actually, I talk about that in another episode on the show, I'll link up to it below on our website. So listen, Daryl, can your goal, can your vision change? Can your, can your, can what you're passionate about change? 
what if things change in my life? And then the last one is, is uh, what happens when things get hard? Three quick ideas. Number one, yes, things can change. Like I just said, 10 years ago, I was in a totally different career. But what I'm, what I tell people though is be careful when you change things for the simple fact that it becomes hard or for the simple fact that it, you, you didn't set the right, there wasn't the right purpose behind the reason you wanted to do that thing in the first place. So I think about, uh, the idea that when you're moving through life and, and moving through your, your, your vision and moving through the, the areas of your life that you want to improve, that you're reaching for, and things don't go your way, right? I mean, I know if you're watching this video, you're a leader, you're an entrepreneur, even if you're just a parent, student, you know, whoever you are right now, I know that life has smacked you in the face at some point, right? The key is how do you get yourself moving again when life knocks you down, which is really one of the prime topics of this show. We talk about two major things, right? This idea of going from inspiration to realization and this other side of going from breakdown to breakthrough. And I think those are the two sort of tangents in our life that we have to become masters of because life is life, right? Life is life. No one is immune to the setbacks on either side of having an idea and wanting it to make become a reality and then having life knock us down. That's just a reality. I mean, so for me, those are the paradigms. Those are the bridges. Those are the, that's the pathway that we travel. And the funny thing is the principles apply on either side. Our emotions may not be the same. We go exuberant on this big idea side. And sometimes when life knocks us down, we have to, we have to do the same things, but we have to change our emotion because the emotion usually is more difficult on that side. Obviously the emotion for me, starting a business and growing businesses over the last 30 years, having new ideas is not the same as the day I realized that I would be raising my sons from 1,175 miles from where I was currently living. So anyway, I want to make sure that you, first of all, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, I want to take you flash. I got eight more of these videos. I got 50 videos on that channel that are now unpublished, but uh, I'm looking to bring back some of those as time goes on. I hope you enjoyed this little flash from the <laughs> blast from the past. Um, and, and I really thank you for being here and listening to this. I, if you're heading into 2020, and whether you're heading into 2020 or you're listening to this at some other time, uh, I hope that you understood the theme of this message, right? The, my desire for you, my, my strong encouragement for you today is make sure that when you set these goals, make sure that when, you do, when you're ready to go to that next level and you start writing things on paper and you're sharing with your friends and family and all that stuff, make sure you've made a decision. Hey, hey, what's going on? It's Daryl. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, listen, there are several ways to continue the conversation. Number one, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss a show. And while you're there, be sure to leave us a review so we know what you love and what you'd like to hear more of on the show. Number two, share this show with a friend by taking a picture of today's episode and posting it on your social channels. Use the hashtag the Mindshift Podcast. It could be just what they need to hear. Number three, come join us inside the Global Mindshift Facebook community. This is where listeners of the podcast worldwide gather to share their biggest mindset shifts and get support on their journey. It's a growing community of inspired individuals who are out to change the world. Simply visit themindshiftpodcast.com forward slash Facebook or search for the Mindshift Podcast community on Facebook. 